Hey, you! It's your host Sharon Lin. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and welcome to my show. Come along, and of course, welcome to another new week. So the 2024 Taipei International Book Exhibition was just over yesterday. I made my way there, of course, and hope you also got a chance to visit as well. Did you make your way to the German booth? Some of you book lovers might have noticed a really fun activity at the booth of the project by German hairdresser Denny Boyerbach. It's called Book a Look and Read My Book. During the International Book Exhibition in Taipei, Denny offered discounted or even free haircuts to visitors who read out loud from a book of their choice. Before the exhibition started, Denny stopped by the studio to have a chat with me. Let's get to know more about the magical hairdresser himself. What sparked Danny to start this project? What are some of his personal stories as a hairdresser? Let's get started. Today I have a guest coming all the way from Germany. Let's welcome Danny Boyerbach. Hi, Sharon. Hello, welcome to Taiwan. I know it's your first time in Taiwan, right? Yeah. Also, I'm really honored that you mentioned this is your first ever English interview on a public radio.、Mm -hmm. So the honor is mine, Danny. Where's home for you? Where are you、um, from? Home is my hometown, of course.、Um, even I don't live there since over 20 years now. A village near Frankfurt am I?、Mm -hmm. Now I live in Munich. But basically, home is. I mean, I have a family now, but、um, in the past, I, I used to live in、uh, different countries. Home is where I feel myself. Sounds cheesy, right? No, it is not. <laughs> it is not cheesy because the answer that I would always give is okay. I was born in Taipei, Taiwan, but home for me is a abstract concept. Is where I feel belong.、Mm -hmm. So it's not any specific place or physical space that is home. So I think for me, I really feel、uh, how you describe where's home for you.、Mm. We haven't get into what you do, which is so intriguing.、Mm -hmm. I visited your website, so I read your website in English, the translated version. My favorite line is probably you said, "Have fun stalking." <laughs> you told people <laughs> to have fun stalking you. Okay, which I did. So I, from that moment, I knew you are a very fun person. So long story short, you're a professional hairdresser,、mm -hmm. and you combine this profession. With reading, and this is why you're here in Taipei, Taiwan. I know you're part of this year's、um, international book exhibition. So, could you tell us a little bit about the project that brought you here? My project, the name tells everything. Actually, it、mm. means a book a look and read a book or read、mm. my book. It means if you cut, if you read loud from a book, I'm、mm. gonna cut your hair.、Mm. So it's like an exchange.、Mm -hmm. It started、uh, a few years ago. When I figured out, or I don't read that much anymore, so I took the book to、uh, to the saloon and asked my customer, which、uh, was a good friend of mine, if he would read while I'm cutting his hair from、mm. the book. It's funny because he said, "No way, I'm not gonna read from a book today." And he said,、oh, "Come on." So I I told him I gonna give. He just have to pay fifty percent if he gonna read from the book. Nice, that's a huge incentive. Yeah, that's how how I catched him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was starting to reading, and it was really funny because、um, mm. everybody in the saloon、uh, was getting was getting quiet, and everybody was listening how he was reading.、Oh. And afterwards, the the next customer, she really really liked it and asked if she can、uh, repeat to 
the reading. Mm. So the whole day, I, I they was reading out of the book. Yeah, that's how basically the the, the project started. Which mm. year was this? Around 2016, 17, okay. something like this. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was more like yeah, fun. I didn't uh, offered yeah offered this to my customers every day, but in between. And I think a year later. When I had a children's book with me and started mm -hmm. to read, mm -hmm. a kid is reading aloud out to myself. And uh, so I I started to uh, remix my own ideas. Meanwhile, like you saw, I'm having my carpet. I always have a big plant uh, with me, a, a trunk full of books, and I'm mm -hmm. totally on the street. And from your website, I learned that um, one huge part of this project that has grown into is you're, you're happily cutting children's hair, sometimes for free, as long as they read a book to you while you're exactly. doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a very beautiful concept. And as you mentioned that this um, project has brought you to many places. Which places have you been to while doing this project? That's a good question. Uh, I think I almost been everywhere. Mm. You mean like outside on the street? I was uh, in a river. <laughs> I was in a um, in a balloon. Oh, yeah. had a balloon! Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was like five thousand, uh, five hundred, uh, five thousand meters high. Wow. Uh, up in the sky. Well, Do it everywhere in the mountains, in the nature. And yes, it's also on the rooftop. I also saw course, in your video. Yeah. Um, yeah, as a nerdy person, I have so many questions um, at, <laughs> for for you as a professional hairdresser. <laughs> have you felt at different, well, they just say altitude, the challenges of getting wind while you're doing a haircut? Has it been challenging? Um, in the beginning, <laughs> yes, but yeah. that's how you can improve. Mm. To get it right in the saloon, um, they get fifty percent off mm. if they read. Outside, it's always for free. Wow. Always about wind and uh, different conditions helps me to work on the skills. And um, even now, I'm a big fan of dry cutting. I love to cut the hair while it's dry. I figured out my own technique, and I believed if you cut it dry, it falls in a natural fall. Different when I make it wet and blow dry it afterwards. It depends on the haircut, of course. Oh. Some haircuts need to be wet, but uh -huh. most of the time, I get a better result when it's dry. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So how would you describe yourself as a hairdresser? Like your style or... Oh, it's difficult because um, it always changed. Um, okay. It, uh, even the style change depends on... Uh, I had a time where I was uh, working in saloons where you're working with really clean lines. And then uh, a year later, you the, the trend goes more to have it more um, feather cuts or, oh, okay. you know, like more edgy. Shoppy, yeah, yeah. you know, more texturized. It depends okay. on the person. So coming back to this a little bit, I know in addition to combining cutting people's hair, you're also an author. You wrote a book, a children's book, actually. So in English, the book is called The Magical Barber. And in German, the book is called... Der magische Friseur. It's for early readers, children. Could you tell us what the book is about and what made you decide to feature such a story in a book for children? <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of things happens more or less like a coincidence. The book is about me. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. About a hairdresser who um, takes the kids who read to them to um, yeah on an adventure trip. The idea came up when when I started with my project, a lot of um, book writers and uh, publisher sending me emails like, hey, what you're doing is great. And 
do you need uh, books for your project? And wow. they send me books for free. It's still happening. Wow, oh, that is so amazing. Yeah, it's, I always have the new, new publishing, uh, published yeah. books and mm -hmm. stuff. A year later, a half a year later, the same uh, book writer sent me a message again. and said, oh, I saw you. You always make nice pictures. on, But I, we never saw our book. And I said, oh, man, why never? Did, something is for free. So now they want something back. They gave me the book and want something back. And I was like, okay, I need my own book. Mm. I need. So I, I started to came up with this idea. And then I was really lucky to find this um I don't know, do you know Ravensburger? They make these puzzles and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was really happy to find them. Since you also, you're an author of a children's book, I'm really curious as a kid growing up for you, has reading, be, has reading been a big part of your childhood? Not really. Um, but for me, I was really shy and I had problems re with reading. I wasn't that good with reading. So um, I liked stories. I liked to read by myself, but uh, it always was a, a hassle to read out loud to other people. So I made a lot of bad uh, experience with this. <laughs> Are those memories coming back now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, since I'm doing this project, things changed. I, I love to read. Mm -hmm. And uh, I even... Um, reading to other people, sometimes 300 people, and I'm reading to them. Oh. And um, I don't want to say that I'm good. <laughs> I'm a, I'm not afraid to make mistakes, and that's why probably I don't make mistakes, because mm. I don't have to be good anymore. You know, I feel I know, like I, I don't have to be good. Yeah. And that's what I want to teach the kids when they're reading to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not a teacher. I'm not going to correct them. And it's not all about being good It's more important to be, that sounds cheesy again, but it's more about being better than yesterday. Mm. No, it is not cheesy at <laughs> all. And you know what? It's, it's so interesting because it might sound cheesy, this line, is oftentimes I find myself saying this before I say something that I find so important for me in my personal life to other people that I either first met or not. I feel like they, they might not get it, but... Usually, I think the things that become so-called cheesy are really because they're really, really important. That's why we talk about them a lot, a lot. And I really appreciate you mentioned that you are not afraid of making mistakes. As you're recalling your childhood, it made me recalling mine that I think the, the fear of making mistakes is sometimes one of the reasons that really stop us from doing something beautiful or great mm -hmm. so i know that you've cut like so many children's hair in the process of your project so i'm really curious has there been um what are some interactions um, from children when you did haircuts that really stood out to you um for me the nicest moments are when i feel like um the next kid want to read and then i see they are shy they don't want to read mm -hmm. so like oh like mm. and <laughs> in the end when they overgoing their fear mm. just imagine after they was reading i'm outside and you have an audience people on the street uh, standing there watching listening oh, wow. and then it gives a big applause and the kids like they don't have the mirror in front of them but you can see how happy they are because they're proud of themselves yes and yeah. that's the best moments when they feel like wow they didn't saw the haircut mm. but they feel already really really proud and that's 
the nicest moments. So, wow, and that's about. In addition to your book, I I remember you also invite children to pick their favorite book, right? Yes, it's really important. To、mm -hmm. be honest,、um, the most of the time I don't bring my book with me because I I don't want to. It's not about the marketing about the book. It's about the project, and I really feel it for nice when months later parents send me an email like, "Hey, you have your own book? Why you didn't told us?" And you know that's more、mm -hmm. nicer than、uh, promoting the book on stage or something. Yeah, for sure.、Mm -hmm. So, but、um, I have to say it's a a really good tool because、um, you know when kids figure out, oh wow, this guy from the book he really <laughs> exists. <laughs> you know, then they yeah, they yeah. want to read to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So and yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I remember the illustration of, of the book is really really adorable and really it really looks like <laughs> you. So it's a very good <laughs> illustration. And I'm really curious,、um, since like you encourage children to pick the, the book they want to read,、mm -hmm. um, what is a favorite book of a kid that that was really intriguing to you <laughs> that you were surprised that wow, this is your favorite? Um. <laughs> Oh, it's difficult to tell.、Um, most of the time, I don't know if the in English, if it exists in English, the school, the Schule der Magischen Tiere, the School of the Magic Animals. I'm happy over everything what they read. Of course, there are books like you read them or listen like Harry Potter. If、oh, they、yeah. bring them, so okay. You know the thing is.、Um, That's mean. No, the, <laughs> no, no, the thing is,、um, the book is you know so many pages. You, yeah, you, they're not gonna finish. So that's、no. why I I really like、ah, it if、okay. they bring a book which you can finish in one、oh. haircut.、Mm, oh, that is a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So、mm -hmm. um, to understand,、um, there are two different projects. Actually, there's one project in the saloon. That means I'm growing with my regular customers. They're getting older. The book getting. Bigger, which means、um, they're reading, and then they're gonna stop. And the next、uh, four weeks later, they're gonna、uh, repeat from reading from this page.、Mm. And outside, I always ask them to bring their own book or a book they want to recommend to me, which is good because they're starting、um, to train at home,、mm. reading it, re train reading、yeah. out loud, and then. So I feel like you must feel very, very deeply for reading, and I'm the same. I'm a logophile, which means a lover of words. I really love. I just love words so much, and not only in the form of reading, but also in talking and in writing as well. So I feel like, especially as a hairdresser,、um, you meet a lot of people on a daily basis, and I feel like people's relationship with the written word now, with books now. In the age of advanced technology, everybody pretty much are on their phones all the time. What have you observed from people? Have they been reading less or more? Or yeah, what have you observed from meeting different people?、Um, I recognize most of the time they're sitting on the cell phone. Yeah,、mm. it's really, and、uh, I don't really have to. Of course, I'm not looking what they're doing there, but I I see what they're doing there.、Um, <laughs> Your hairdresser knows everything about you, Benny. <laughs> <Yeah> . I can see, and actually, they're not reading. They're just sitting there on TikTok,、uh, hmm. Instagram, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. They're not reading. That's yeah, it's their life. But yeah, it it, it was it was different in the past.、Mm. Oh、so、yeah, very、uh, much so. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Communication getting more less. 
that brought me Is to this a question. Answer? Yes, yes, that brought me to a question. So, how how long have you been a hairdresser? How many years now? Um, I hope you're not gonna ex- ask for my age. No, I won't. Thank you. Twenty <laughs> uh, years now. Okay, wow. So over you must have years. observed so much of like over the past twenty years. Usually, I feel like one thing. Also, it's a very funny thing. Uh, I would love to take uh, <laughs> your brains um, as a hairdresser yourself. Is do you feel like people's interactions they would have with you over the years? It has changed quite a lot. I don't think it changed that much. I mean.、Um... You know, in saloon, it's really personal,、mm. and、uh, it's almost magical because people open themselves. They, they telling stuff. Sometimes I don't want to know, <laughs> but they telling me. You know, so like, people tend to do that. You don't know、uh, this stuff. Don't don't tell, don't tell me. Don't don't don't. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but I feel like are you the kind kind of hairdresser that would kind of、um, initiate this、um, conversation with your guests, or because I find you a very friendly person, so. Do you initiate the interaction, or you keep it professional? Or I, I, I feel like I'm sure it depends. It, it, yeah. yeah, it depends. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm. For me, it's the same. Sometimes、mm. I tell customers they don't want to know. <laughs> 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 no, for example,、um, the last time. It, okay, I'm gonna tell.、Um, customer asked me how are you doing, and on this day I didn't feel good. And I said,、oh, "I'm not that good.、Uh, why so negative today?" <gasps> said,、hey, "Why are you asking me? You asked me how I am, and I, today I feel not good."、Mm. So he almost was angry that I didn't feel good. So I told him why I didn't feel good. And so I think sometimes I change things around. Before it was like customer tell me them all the problems. Now I use them to tell them my problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think there's a meme going around that people are saying. You know, your hairdresser is like your free therapist. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I changed it around. around. That's it for part one of our interview with Danny. There will be a part two coming out next week on Come Along, so make sure to stay tuned. On today's post, I've also linked Danny's Instagram account and also his website, so make sure to check it out and go follow his work. Maybe the magical hairdresser will be stopping by in your city very soon. And Danny, thank you so much again for stopping by. And that is a wrap for today's Come Along, and I'll see you again next week. Take care, stay warm or cool if you're living in the southern hemisphere. I'll see you again next week. Bye.